This week's episode of the Fat Packs Podcast is brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all our phone guests up here on the Spotty Hot Cash Hotline. And we are back. This is the Fat Packs Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Norton, and you're listening to the Beckett Podcasting Network. Today's show is, of course, brought to you by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, and all of our phone guests are courtesy of Sparty Hawk on the Sparty Hawk Cash Line. What's up, everybody? Hope you are doing well today. We are doing good. It is hot down here in Texas, man. It's, it's, not, even, it's not even nice. It's supposed to be 108 this weekend. I don't want any part of that. My lovely wife is going to Seattle uh, to take care of some family business, and she's going to be enjoying the nice 60-degree cool weather. Me, I'm going to be here with the kids trying to stay out of the heat at 108 degrees. I don't want any part of it, like I said. Around the country, I hope you're staying cool listening to this because uh, it, I'm, I'm finding some air conditioning and sitting my butt down in there. Yeah, that's the the, the local weather update in case you wanted it. If you didn't want it, oh, too bad it happened. Sorry about that. Let's get into some uh, new products and new pricing because uh, we have a lot of new products out this week. And a lot of new pricing, mostly on the non-sport side. So let's take a look at that as we go into the new pricing. Let's do that first. We have Lost in Space, which is priced now for you. Lost in Space Archives is all done. You can find that on your OPG. We have Doctor Who Signature Series. That's in your OPG. Upper Deck Black Panther. That's in your OPG. Cryptozoic Legends of Tomorrow. That's in your OPG. Dawn of the Dead from Fright Rags is now priced in your OPG. And finally, 2017-18 Panini World Cup Prism. That is priced. It's a great, great product, too. New products-wise coming out this week, we have 2017-18 Panini Essentials Basketball. This is a new product altogether, first time for the brand. This is heavy on the inserts. This looks like something that could have been made 20 years ago, and I like it a lot because of all the different inserts to be chasing out of that and the parallels as well. 2018 Leaf Greatest Hits Football is also out. That's one pack, four buybacks, and one Valiant Rookie in that. Sorry, let's move back to the uh, Essentials Basketball. That's 10 packs, 6 cards per pack. Looking at 2018 Panini Victory Lane Racing. That is out 4 packs, 10 cards each. 2018 Topps Pro Debut Baseball. 24 packs, 8 cards per. And last but not least, 2018 TriStar Hidden Treasures Football Mini Helmets. That's 1 autographed mini helmet per box. All great products. Go check them out. Uh, let us know what you get. Show us in our Twitter feed. Tweet at us uh, at Fat Packs Podcast. Let's see those hits, man. Because that's what we're here for, talking about collecting in the hobby and everything like that. So we have a big show for you today. We have, actually, this is if you're a Ravens fan, this one's all for you, man. This is uh, one, two, three, four, five of the Ravens draft picks on one show. We have Orlando Brown. We have Anthony Averett. We have Jordan Lassley. We have Hunter or Hayden Hurst. And we have Lamar Jackson all on the Today Show. Of course, we have the lovely Lane from Great Moments, Inc., who is uh, right there in the hall, the heart of Baltimore uh, with Great Moments, Inc. And she's going to be coming on, talking about her shop. And uh, without further ado, we're going to start with Orlando Brown because of the legacy. And then we're going to go from there. We'll end up with Lane. All right, guys, hang tight, and we'll be right back. This is Doug from MojoBreak.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Shoo came up. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break. Uh, thank you again to Great Moments 
Inc. out there in Maryland, both Mercy, locations, no. yeah, uh, for helping us get out here to the NFLPA event today with Panini as well. Sitting down now in front of uh, Orlando Brown, Ooh. University of Oklahoma lineman, uh, Boomer. Boomer Sooner. There you go. <laughs> Got it out of the way there, Absolutely. man. You were working hard on some autographs here. Yeah. Uh, staying on sticker. Yeah. That's good. That left-handedness working. Yeah, that left-handed. I like it. Paul, uh, Orlando's from your neck of the woods. I know he is, man. From Baltimore. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so how did you get from Baltimore to Oklahoma, man? So, um... My dad passed when I was 15, and we moved down to Atlanta. Okay. And um, I was actually committed to Tennessee uh, for the majority you know, of uh, high school, like 10th grade, 11th grade, 11th grade, and um, end up uh, switching and going to Oklahoma, like right on signing day. And uh, I mean, it was a blessing, man. It was a blessing in disguise. So, what's what's I mean? Oklahoma is a story franchise, or yeah. a story college. You yeah. know, uh, you know, it's a who's who of running backs. And, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, name a quarterback that's came out of there. Yeah. So, what's it like for linemen there? I mean, yeah, it's O line U. I mean, yeah. you know, starting with Stalker McDougal in '99, um, Jamal Brown, Wes Sims, yeah. Davin Joseph, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson. Daryl Williams, I mean, the list goes on, dude. I mean, it's been a ton of talent to come out of there. You know, uh, Donnie Stevenson. I mean, it's a ton of guys, man. I mean, and just as many running backs as we have. I mean, you look at the All Pro list this year. It was Lane and Daryl Williams were on there, and I'm not sure if Trent was, but I mean, he was so the first year he didn't make yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I'm a skin fan, so. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, you know, two guys out of what four tackles. Yeah, that's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so there was a coaching change there last season. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, the, the coach there is yeah. slipping my mind. But yeah. uh, first year guy. Yeah. What, what's it like playing for a first year college coach? Uh, I mean, honestly, man, you know, eventually we knew that that's that was going to happen. You know, sure. Coach Riley was going to take there over, you and Riley, uh, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, um, Coach Stoops. You know, he obviously he loves his family. You know, he's been sure. all, he's always been family family oriented, and. Uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't as hard at all. Just because we were used to Coach Riley, he didn't change anything around us. We had the same assistants, oh, nice. uh, same strength staff. So nothing really changed. It's just, you know, his position of power did. Okay. That's, cool. That's like the perfect storm of coach changes. Right? Yeah, so exactly. Coming from the outside, bringing all these people you don't know. Yep. Yeah, gotcha. He knows all your personalities. Exactly. So yep. Well. How much of a factor is uh, Switzer there? I, I yep. know he lives there on campus. And yeah. He, 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 he's, he's not a shy guy at all. So yeah. is he coming around in practices and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. Coach Switzer is around uh not going to say a lot but enough um you know obviously we see him every year during camp uh you know he's there um, talking a little bit with his buddies um you know him and coach Stoops have a pretty good relationship as far as i know and uh you know, he's got a got some big houses uh in norman too as well so. very nice, <laughs> yeah. very nice. Yeah. all right let's dial it back just a little bit so let's go back to your childhood so were you a, were you a card collector as a kid yeah so i collected a little bit um you know i I collected pretty much everything, but I was more so into football. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Were you a skins guy? Uh, skins? No, no, no. I mean, I, I biased because you know my dad played for the Ravens and the Browns, so uh, you know I was more more so uh, celebrating with the Ravens stuff than than the Cleveland, just because he wasn't there as much when I was before I was born, after I was born. But uh, yeah, more so Baltimore. Okay. Is my that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's I think that's the first Ravens. Collector yeah. I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tough though because yeah. you know being a transplant team. I know being in that area myself. Like, yeah, there's diehard Redskin fans in that area. Absolutely. It's hard for some of them to sure. to go back, especially after the Colts left the way it happened. Yeah, sure. those guys, the older people, were bitter. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they were bitter. So. so, what did your dad teach you for, yeah. about football? Um, you know, really just uh, 
understanding the game, understanding, you know, uh, as far as like, you know, your transition from college to the league. Uh, you know, he went to a small college called South Carolina State at HBCU. And I mean, he didn't, you know, he didn't have a good idea as far as, you know, what the league was and, you know, how to approach it and, you know, how to conduct yourself and, you know, what basically what it's like to be a professional. And, you know, that's the biggest thing that he taught me is how to be a professional, you know, in the, in the locker room and, and in the facilities. Sure. That's, that's an important part. Absolutely. And that's going to help you on the next level as well. I'm sure their coaching staff at Oklahoma helped you with, with that as well, right? They, I'm, I'm assuming they prepared you well. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, you know, Coach Riley, I mean, my offensive line coach, Coach Beatenbow, Coach Stoops, uh, you know, these are guys that's been around the game for a very long time. And, I mean, they, they know what greatness looks like and they know, you know, what to what they want in a guy and they know what the league wants. And so, you know, as a, as a coaching staff, they their coaching staff put us in the best position to be great. And, you know, that's why you have guys like Baker, Oboe, Mark Andrews, um, you know, Steve and JT. I mean, a ton of guys. A ton of guys, yeah. yes. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Baker. Yep. What's it like playing yeah. playing with a guy like Baker? Because he's so passionate. So fire. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's definitely something that I'm going to miss. You know, he's a guy that, you know, I mean, I, I get a pancake. You know, he's the first guy. They're talking trash with me. So, <laughs> you know, and I got four other offensive linemen out there with me. So, you know, man, I mean, it's a ton of passion. You know, he's a he's a great teammate. You know, and most importantly, a lot of people don't know, man. I mean, he's a very, very hard worker. You yeah. Know, everything he's got, he's worked for. Uh, you know, he's he's in there, you know, Fridays before the games. You know, Mondays going over stuff with Coach Riley for the week. I mean, he's uh, he works hard, man, and he's about his craft. He's, uh, he's a guy that, you know, went to – Three different colleges, so, yeah, two, two, yeah. so uh, you know, and he, yeah. you know, he walked on at Oklahoma. There, yeah. that that that's not easy to do. No, not at all. And uh, he he stood up and made. He was very passionate this season. Yeah. We all saw it in the news. And uh, so blocking for him must be yeah. fun, though, right? Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you know, I kept him clean. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, I'm sure he appreciated that. Yeah, there were a couple times <laughs> earlier in my career where you know I didn't as much, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, he's a great guy, man. I mean, like I said, he's one of the best leaders I've ever been around. You know, he knows how to motivate others, and uh, I'm going to miss him, man. Awesome. Well, you yeah. might not miss him. You don't know where you're going to all going to end up. Yeah, you know? you're right, you're right. Was, Stranger things have happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> there was talk this morning about yeah. about him ending up in Cleveland, baby. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's a that's yeah, definitely a possibility. Yeah. It's all going to yeah. change. He deserves number one pick. Yeah, we got 48 hours. 48 hours left. It's all going to change, for sure. So, I was – Paul, I'm sorry. I no, no, that. There's different systems in the NFL. There's different techniques to play, playing on the line. Yeah. Is there is there a system that you think fits better than what you do? Then are you pretty flexible? I'm very flexible. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, if you look at the numbers, you wouldn't see that. You know, but you turn on the film, you'd understand that. You know, sure. there isn't a system that I'm limited in. I played in a spread system where we ran a lot of uh, RPOs, um, a lot of a lot of different power schemes, gap schemes. I ran a ton of screens. So, uh, I mean, you know, man, I'm very versatile. And you know, it's not as it's not like I wasn't successful in our offense and our scheme. Sure. You know, I'm sure I'll translate to the next level pretty well. Is there one guy you're ready to that you want to face in the next level <laughs> on yeah. the other side of the ball? Um. I mean, I want them all, man. Yeah. Know, that's just the reality of it. Uh, you know, I, I want to be the greatest offensive tackle to ever play this game. And, you know, you don't get that by, you know, not playing against the greatest defense ends to ever play this game. So, sure. you know, all of those guys that are great, you know, I want to get a part of them and, you know, challenge them and, you know, them to challenge me and basically uh, go from there. <laughs>
it's like war down there. It's yeah. like yeah. war yeah. that I don't want to be a part of. No, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look fun. Now, you, what, you're you 6'7", 340, is that right? Yes, yep. Are you, I mean, has tight end ever crossed your mind? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not athletic enough to even try to catch a ball. Uh, <laughs> ball's on the ground, he's probably not going to win. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't chase people on interceptions, bro. I just find the nearest defender and lay them out. Lay them out. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, what's this experience been like for you, man, with, yeah. with, with signing autographs and, yeah. and being at, a, at an event like this? What's this like for you? Yeah, it's awesome, man. You know, it's a great opportunity, you know, to be around a ton of great players, a ton of great people. Uh, obviously, you know, Padini does a ton of great work, and they have been for a long time. So, uh, you know, definitely definitely excited. You know, I got a whole lot more autographs to sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're, so, you're working here. So what's it going to be like when you, um, yeah. you open up a pack of cards and, and yeah. uh, you know, what's staring at you is yourself? What's yeah. that going to be like? It's awesome, man. You know, um, it's a lot of things, in, you know, in this game that I think are underappreciated, and you know, cards being one of them. Uh, you know, just having that to to kind of get to this point to where you know, I mean, some little kid is going to open that up and see that. You know, you never know who you're going to impact. You never know, you know, what someone will think, and you know, what they'll learn from my story, my background, and. You know, I may spark the next kid, you know, that's 400 pounds in, in eighth grade right now playing football. So, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's very special. It is. Yes. It's very true. Yep. Well, best of luck to you, man. Thank we're, you. Uh, on the next level, we're, we're rooting for you. So before we get out of here, uh, can you please let our listeners know where they can follow your journey to the NFL? Like where your, uh, yeah. your Twitter handle and all? Yep. Uh, Twitter handle and Instagram handle are Z-E-U-S double underscore seven eight. Oh, so, there you go. Yep. So pull it up. One yep. last question. I'm sorry. Right. One last yeah. question. Yeah. What kind of crab cakes do you like? Uh, like? You like your crab cakes? Yeah, man. I haven't had a crab cake in so long, dude. Um, <laughs> it, the best crab cake I think I ever had, Timbuktu in Anne Arundel, Maryland. Okay. Uh, or Jimmy Seafood in Baltimore, That's downtown pretty good Baltimore. Yeah, those two, yeah, man. I mean, stuff, yeah, man. those, those are right, spots. You're in Baltimore, get your crab cake. Jimmy Seafood. All right. Yep. I want to point out also, he's wearing a shirt with Tupac and Marilyn Monroe on it. Yeah. Stuff. All right, man. Thank you very much again. Uh, best of luck to you, buddy. Thank you so much. This is Rob Bertrand with GoGTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Hey, guys. Thanks for hanging out after that quick break. Uh, joining us now is a very, very special guest because he's a, he's a national champion. He is. <laughs> Anthony he is. Avery joining us from Alabama, uh, from Bama. Just coming off a national title. What's up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm You're just doing enjoying good? this time in Dallas right now. Enjoying this time in Dallas. So how long have you been here in Dallas? Uh, just got here. Just got here? Okay. <laughs> just got here, um, oh yeah, two hours ago. Two okay. hours? Yeah. And his hand's already sore. He's already, hey, yeah. He is <laughs> yeah. knocking these autographs out, staying on sticker, guys. We've said that three or four times already. Yeah. That's important. It is important. You're doing a good job. And, and you have your first autograph sitting in front of you, man. What's that like seeing yourself on a card? I mean, something I always, like, dreamed about. Uh, I used to collect them a little bit when I was a little kid or whatever. And uh, now I got one of my own. It's my first time seeing it, you know. So, I mean, it's a blessing. That's pretty sweet, man. Pretty sweet. So, did you uh, do you still have your cards from when you were a kid? Uh, no, actually, my dad has them all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. he collects them. He keeps all the old ones. Oh, okay. I got you. That's cool. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I guess the obvious question here is, What's a light play for Nick Saban, man? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's tough, but I mean, we win. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a good thing. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of that, you know, national championship team. Yeah. Uh, 
he, he, I was a corner, so I mean, he coached the DB. So I mean, it was a blessing just to be in that org organization with him. Sure. What's the most important thing you think he's taught you that's, that's prepared you for the next level? Uh, pay attention to details. Yeah. I mean, details. You know, it's important. I mean, because you know, next level. I mean, everybody's fast, big, strong. So, but it's like a mental game, you know. So, sure. So I like, you know, paying attention. You know, you gotta line up five yards outside the guy, line up five yards outside the guy, like four yards off. So, I mean, little things like that, sure. small things. Sure. So you were talking about your collection as a kid. Did you did you have a player that you collected, like you say a Mike Vick or uh, you know, you're a DB, you know, maybe a maybe a. a I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you're, you're you, you Charles Tillman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already said it, Michael Vick, though. That's okay. my that's right. my guy. I'm a Atlanta Falcon fan, so. Oh, you're okay. a Falcons fan. Just because of Michael Vick. Okay. So okay. So All right. That's that him him Allen Iverson. Okay. Like oh, you yeah, know yeah, the the goats back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Brady Moss. Like yeah. That. There you go. There you go. Those that's guys. Awesome. Yeah. Good deal. So are you from are you from Georgia? No, I'm from uh, New Jersey. You're from New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Okay. East Coast. Yeah. How how did you get all the way down to Bama? Coach Save, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he know how to recruit. But um, uh, I always want to play in the SEC. So I mean, I was just a, you know, a team that you know that came out of nowhere. They wasn't in my top five, but as soon as they won the national championship against what that Notre Dame, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like that kind of they caught my attention, and I I just I just went with it. Of course, know? yeah. I mean, you, I mean, if you're gonna play for a play for a winner, you might as well play for a winner, right? Yeah, I mean, they set yeah. so many people. <laughs> To, to take the next level. Yeah, they had a lot of draft team. picks, a lot yeah. of opportunities to do things like this, go sure. to the NFL, right, right. meet all these people. So definitely. So you guys got a lot of big names on that team. Hmm. Um, what What's it like playing with Mika, man? Is he? Is he? Is he first of all, that's a, that's a great name. Yeah, yeah. It's Egyptian, isn't it? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure what it. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. But uh, but yeah, Mika. I mean, that's my guy. Uh, he's from Jersey too, as well. Oh, okay. So okay. Uh, me and him were close. Uh, come from like similar places. Come from the same cloth, pretty much. But yeah. uh, he, you know, hell of a player. Uh, I mean, you can't even think, really think of a better teammate, honestly. Sure, I mean, you really can. No, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I want to, I want to talk about those last few minutes of that national championship game with that incredible hell mary. I don't, I'm just not even really calling it a hell mary. But yeah. it, was just, it was well designed play. What's the range of emotion that you're going through there? Honestly, because before that play, before that play, uh, we got sacked for like a 15, 10 yes, yard. Yes, yes. And I'm like, okay, we out of field goal range because, I mean, we didn't have a really a great kicker. So right, right. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I kind of thought that was going to be it after we got the sack. So uh, the next play, yeah. I mean, I saw Georgia was in cover two, and I guess obviously Tua, a quarterback, he knew. He looked the safety off, and he just threw that, you know, that shot in with the receiver. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> at first I thought, you know, I don't know, man. It was just a night and day type of thing. I thought we was done. I'm like, oh, man, we got a sack. Oh, we're not we're out of field goal range. Right, right. It's over. Then, you know, next play, he throws his bomb to us. You know, yeah. he throws a bomb, touchdown. I mean, it was just, I don't know, the opposite reaction. Like, oh, my God, you know, <laughs> ran on the field. First thing I did, I just ran over, you know, just to, like, you know, jump on Tua. I mean, sure. quarterback. So, like. Just told him, you the man, man, you the goat. You know, just, <laughs> just praising him, you know, just happy. So that's funny. So it's got to be hard, you know, when you're a defensive player and a competitor, and you're sitting on the sidelines waiting for the rest of your teammates yeah. to the end of the game. You know, mm -hmm. I think you'd probably rather be on the field in that situation, trying to, trying to stop. Yeah, the it's hard team. just playing one side of the yeah, ball. Sure, it's yeah. high school. I played both sides, so oh, I had a lot of. Things. I was in control of a lot. Of I was quarterback as well. Okay. So. okay. 
I'm used to being in control, but college, I mean, I had to learn, like, right. you're really not in control. You're in control what you control, only right. what you could do. So, I mean, it's a lot of pressure. Just, you know, we're just sitting there watching on the big screen, like, <laughs> come on. A lot of hoping, you know, your knees praying. But, I mean, it, it was fun, though. It was fun. Awesome. Awesome. That's good stuff. So, you, again, you've seen your first card here. It's out. Mm-hmm. What, what's your mom going to think when she sees, a, sees your first card? You know, yeah, my mom's on her way here now. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, she's... She's going to be happy. Yeah. She might tear a little bit. But uh, definitely, I know she's proud of me and, you know, just another milestone, another something else that I, you know, I accomplished. There you go. Good deal, man. There so um, are, the, are the nerves starting to kick in for this week? I know you haven't been here very long. Is it yeah. starting to kick in? A little bit. I'm ready. I'm ready to get to that point, though. Sure. Like, you know, I'm ready. I want to know where I'm going. I want to know where I'm going to be at for my next three, four years, depending sure. on the contract. So. Right. You know, I'm just I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to play football again. Are you staying here in Dallas for the draft? Or are you going back home? No, I'll be I'll be back at home in New Jersey with back my family. Okay. Yes. There you go. Is that important to you to be around your family for this? Yeah, I'm a very family oriented guy. I have a big family, and you know, I have siblings. They all look up to me. I just want everybody to be, sure. you know, home, relax, just with me, with my family. It's like the biggest, one of the biggest moments of your life. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It, it, yeah. To, to be able to share it with everybody is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, so definitely. You can't yeah. bring them all here. Yeah, so, yeah. exactly. It's cool. Exactly. I like that. Good deal, man. Exactly. It's a good deal. So. Good deal, man. So this is your first time in Dallas? You've been here before? Uh, it's my, like, my third time. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, when I play for Alabama, you play in these type of yeah, of course. Yeah. nice domes. Nice right. nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been here a few times. It's not my first time. It's cool. I, I like Dallas. That was cool. What's, uh, what's Bama like on a Saturday? Because <laughs> that school sits really like right there in the neighborhood, right? So so what's that, what's that atmosphere like? It's got to be unique. The stadium is right in the middle of the campus, so yeah. it's kind of like the big bowl around there. So, but uh, it's fun. I mean, Tuscaloosa love football. Yeah. SEC tailgating, whatever you could think about football, uh, it's everything. It's paradise. Like it's football land, barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> great food, great people, fans cheering. So, I know it's just a fun atmosphere. All right, man, we're going to let you finish up here. We want to uh, thank you for joining us. Sure. Uh, but before we do, can you please let our listeners know where they can follow you on Twitter so they can see your journey to the NFL? Uh, my, yeah, my ad name is AD2Live underscore four. Underscore four. All right. Yes. Cool. Thank you very much. And uh, go Bama. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? This is Chris from Buck City Break, and you're listening to the Fat Pass on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, uh, thanks for hanging out after that quick break. Uh, joining us now, courtesy of Panini and Great Moments, is uh, UCLA wide receiver Jordan Lastly. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you guys today? Uh, we are, we're doing well, man. We're doing a lot better than he is. This poor guy right here He's signing, signing away <laughs> like a beast. Man. You guys can't see it, but there's a, there's a manila folder here. With his name on it, and it says fifteen hundred. Yeah, just, man, uh, that's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of signing it is. to it do. Is, is. I don't mind. I know it'll be in somebody's hands. Yeah. There you go. You know what? You're gonna make some collector somewhere happy. So yes, sir. That's sure. the important thing to remember here. For sure. Hey, so, uh, so, growing up, did you um, did you collect anything growing up? Did you collect cards? Um, I collected cards here and there, um, but I mean, not not too much. I mean, when I was a kid, card cards weren't. I guess, I guess it just wasn't, I guess, a popular thing, yeah. I would say, um, from where I'm from. I, everybody was playing was playing something where, sure. where I'm at, so okay, I got you. everybody was pretty busy. Where are you from? I'm from L.A., Compton. From LA? Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Okay. I got you. Very nice. Uh, getting over to you. Now, 
did USC recruit you? Yes. So, uh, so how did the decision come down to UCLA, uh, USC? Well, it came down to a couple things. Um, I, I mean, honestly, growing up, I was I was I was a big USC fan. I was a big Reggie Bush fan. Okay. Um, that was you know that was my team. I had USC you know comforters, sheets, all that. Right. Time. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, uh, when we you know when I started you know getting recruited and it was time to like, you know make a decision. Stuff like that. Um, USC was actually, they were actually, uh, you know, figuring out who was going to be their next coach. I think Coach Kiffin had just got oh, fired okay. at the time. Okay. So, um, really, a lot of my decision was really based off, you know, this, you know, not knowing the direction of, you know, where, you know, where the where the program is going to go and who they're going to hire. And then plus at the time, uh, you know, UCLA had beat up on SC for like four years straight. Right, right, right. So, um you know, I just wanted to be a part of something that was on the rise, something that was, you know, that was going to be special. And I feel like UCLA kind of kind of had that at the moment. So, um, I mean, it, I mean, if I could do it all over again, I would still probably go, still go there. So. Okay, well, perfect, perfect. Good stuff, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be a got to be torn. So are you a, are you a C fan now or are you still you all USLA, UCLA now? Oh, and I'm, I'm I'll always be forever all UCLA. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean obviously I you know coming out of coming out of high school I have a bunch of teammates that uh you know went to USC so sure. um you know me being an LA guy I always support you know the people that come from you know come from the inner city and stuff like that. Um I always had a bunch of friends that I always played against going against USC. So okay. I have I have up the utmost respect for them um, but when I'm on the field with them no I don't. So. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So, uh, you know, here in Texas, football is religion on Friday nights. Right. What's the football scene like in California, like in the in the LA area specifically? It's it's magical, man. Um, especially when you go to one of those story schools, story programs. Um, you know, the Long Beach Polys, the yeah. you know the the Gardena Serras, the the Corona Centennials. You go to the schools like that, it's special. Um, everybody, everybody in the city is, is getting off work earlier. They're trying to bust their ass to get to that game, right, right. you know, because you know in those high school games they start at you know six thirty, seven o'clock. Right, so that's right. like right after, sure. right after people are getting out of getting off of work and right off the freeway and stuff like that. And all the LA traffic. Yeah, all the LA. Yeah, the LA. Tra- the LA traffic is hectic. Um, but one thing I would say that's different than uh, I know. You know than it is in Texas. Um, well, I, well, you know in Texas, all the high schools are like junior colleges compared to yeah. the high schools that That's are true. you know that that we're that I see. Sure. Um, so I would say the the football scene in LA is is really is really intimate. Um, you know, it's not too many people that can be there. Like right, you know, sure. you go to you know you go to one of those high school games that's out, that's out here you might have like 10,000 people at the game or something yeah. like that yeah. so yeah. you go to you go to one of our games you know the cap is probably 2,000 3,000 sure. so sure. it's it, I feel like that makes it more exciting and, right. you know that type of thing like for one for instance we played against uh Long Beach Poly when I was in 11th grade and you know like I said Long Beach Poly was one of those you know storied programs one of those programs that you know always going to be around always going to be good right and I went to I went to Gardena Serra. I mean, obviously we've been pretty good in the last you know decade or so. Sure. But um, we haven't had that history like you know Polly has. So right. Poly, when Polly doesn't just bring their history; they bring their fans. They bring, you know, they're 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 right into it. We right. had a game against them. I probably I think we had we had to bring extra bleachers in. Wow. That's we had to bring like four or five extra bleachers in. We we easily had like over five thousand people at that game. Wow. So and that's a lot sure. you know for cali ball so sure that's, yeah that sounds like a lot definitely <laughs> that's good stuff. so what's it like uh catching passes from josh rosen amazing yeah um he doesn't he doesn't make you doesn't make you you know reach too far reach too low 
Um, he's he's accurate on all three levels: short, intermediate, long. Sure. Um, and he's a winner, man. He's yeah. he's he's somebody that you always, you know, he's gonna keep slugging no matter what the, no matter what the score is. Sure. And um, you know, be, especially being a receiver, you definitely appreciate a quarterback who's never gonna, you know, never gonna lose confidence, never gonna lose, you know, sight in a win. You right. know, because right. I feel like as a quarterback. You know, you kind of can tell that, you know, the game might not be going as good. I feel like that kind of affects how you play. Josh stays cool, calm, and collective at all times. And he's, you know, he's the same guy every, ga every game, every day, in practice, out of practice. I mean, it, he's just him. So. Nice. Very nice. That's good insight right there, man. How does, his, how does his game help elevate your game? And, you know, how is that going to translate to the next level? Well, um, Josh put me... He kind of put me hip on. I mean, I was already watching, you know, enough film, but um, he made me watch film a little bit differently. Okay. Um, made me watch, made me learn how to like, you know, to watch film with my next quarterback in the future, and you know, he has me. He kind of trained me to look at certain stuff and uh, you know that type of thing. He basically just really encouraged me to always watch film with the quarterback, so you can, you know, you can you can think what he's thinking. So when sure. you get on the field and that same situation comes up that you guys seen on film. Like it's you know it's like you guys are all both ten steps ahead of everybody, right, so right. it just makes it look that much more cleaner, that much more smooth. That's a, that's an important. I've never thought about it from that aspect. Before. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of plays just in the NFL where things get broken down. Sure, there's got to be some kind of chemistry, you play some football. kind of unwritten, yeah. you know, uh, connection between the two to sure. be able to make that play work. You yeah, know, the quarterback scrambling and receivers got to know where to go, help right. them out. So. Now, Jordan, are you a uh, are you a speed guy or are you a route guy? Um, I honestly think I'm both. Um, I feel like I do a pretty good job of changing my speeds, uh, beginning of the route, during the route, and end of the route. Um, I feel like I use my speed really well, use it to my advantage, um, and I do. And I'm I'm a, I'm a Cali guy, so I I, t I take pride in I take pride in my technique. We have good weather in Cali, uh, of course. You know, 100% of the time, so it's, <laughs> it's really no excuse for you to not, you know, get out there and get your work in. So I'm a I, I, I try to, I try to be a, a perfect route runner. Sure. Of course. Have you ever you brought up weather? Have you ever played in inclement weather? Um, a few times in college. Um, I actually I actually just seen snow coming out the sky for the first time <laughs> on one of my NFL visits. So okay. that was pretty. That was pretty. Um, you know that that was, that was pretty surreal for me. Me yeah. being an LA guy, I, the only time I ever seen you know snow was either on the ground or it was artificial sure, so sure. that's the only time i ever seen it or in the mall or something right, like right. that <laughs> nothing nothing uh nothing nothing too crazy but um i think the coldest game i played in up to this point uh we playing against colorado my junior year and I think at kickoff it was it was probably it was like below 40. Well, that was a boulder. So yeah, that was yeah, a boulder. Yeah. <laughs> you know the air is thinner there, yeah. so it was you know it was really crispy. Sure. Boulder is not that's like. Paul, you ever, you've probably never been to Boulder, have never you? Never been to Boulder, it, no. Boulder is like the most hippie place of all hippiest places ever. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a unique, I've unique experience there. Um, so, <laughs> that's just crazy. Uh, what's the music scene like with the connection with sports in L.A.? I mean, you got you got Snoop, you got Dre, you got Kendrick, you got all these guys. I mean, how does the music play into the sports scene? Uh, it, it's, it's instrumental in all of our lives. Yeah. Uh, I feel like being a kid from LA, um, you have a lot of guys. You have a lot of. It's, it, there's a lot of music that, you know, me, me being from, you know, me, me being from LA, including other guys too, that you know that we got a lot of LA guys that make music that aren't even really mainstream. Yet. Right, right. So a lot of underground guys, a lot of guys that we went to school with, a lot of guys that we grew up with, that type of thing. So um, music in LA is very influential. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Nipsey Hussle. I would say those are definitely the two 
the two main uh, the two main megas of music from where you right. know where where most people where most kids you know listen to sure. definitely Nipsey Hussle he's more of a motivational type of rapper um, that type of thing so I like proper you like propaganda I like him a lot he's yeah. a rapper yeah yeah he is I've never heard you know, of propaganda. he's a, he's a Christian hip hop rapper and but he's wow. he's very he's from L A and he's, he's based he's based in the Lord it's awesome man it's, okay he, he does a good job he does good stuff he's on uh, can't knock that he's on uh, Humble Beast which is a record label oh, okay yeah I know Humble Beast yeah so he's on Humble Beast I had to you had to get your music you had to brief me real quick anytime you can talk music you're you're jumping exactly exactly Awesome, man. Uh, so, all right, so let's go back to the collecting side real quick. So have you had a chance to, like, um, to open one of your own cards yet? Have you seen one of your own cards yet? Well, they that? just brought one, and I think my mom just took it back to our room. So okay. mom, 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 I probably mom glanced it, huh? Yeah, I probably <laughs> seen it for maybe about five <laughs> seconds, and then it was already in, it was out my hand already. That's awesome. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she's still looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> probably sent it to my grandma, everybody. Everybody so. else. That's awesome. So what's that, what's that feeling like, though, to actually be on a printed material that's going to be distributed to... Thousands of people. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's it's a surreal feeling. Um, it puts it puts everything into perspective. All the years that I put into, you know, put into this, and me being a kid from where I'm from, and you know, being from the inner city of LA, like, you know, I'm just I'm just blessed to even be here. You know, talking to you guys and you know, signing stickers and stuff all day. Like this is, you know, the fact that I get to wake up and know that this is what I get to do for a living. Um, it's rewarding. It's fulfilling, and it's satisfying. And uh, I mean, I couldn't be more proud of myself. So you know, me being able to look at myself on a card, and you know, looking at my, you know, my stats from all four years and stuff like that, it's just like, you know, it's literally watching. What is it? It's literally like taking a glance of all the work you put in. Sure. So. Good stuff, man. So you mentioned something there. All four years. Is that something that was important to you that you wanted to stay there for all four years? Um, I was well, I would say initially, honestly, no. Okay. Because. I, I always felt like I was in that, you know, that, I guess that group, that three and out group, sure, you know, and then sure. that was a, that was a thing, that was a thing uh, at my high school, everybody that, you know, that played or, you know, went to, you know, went to whatever four year they were going to go to, you know, they played early, they played as a freshman, so they were able to get that experience, sure. you know, really fast. Me on the other hand, I redshirted, so, uh, okay. you know, I looked at it, you know, I, I kind of took everything from a different perspective and humbled me, so. Um, that was definitely that was definitely a good thing for me. A, a name that I think about with uh, UCLA, you know, Troy Aikman, obviously, but Maurice Jones-Drew is, is is he a guy that comes around the program still and, and, and helps out? Yeah, now MJD, he's big, he's he's really busy with you know NFL Network and all sure. that stuff now. Yeah. Um, but he yeah he comes back. Um, he's talked to us a couple times after practice before, you know, kind of like a little hype up speech sure. before the game, sure. um, that type of thing. But anything that's coming from him, man, it's just you know it's coming from a good, yeah. loving, genuine place. And you know, and you, if you know MJD, he's a hard-nosed guy. Like sure. he, he he gets after it. So um, I mean, hearing hear, hearing anything coming from him is is all is always good. Of course, you gotta pay attention. You gotta, yeah, you, get, you really gotta pay attention. All right, man. Uh, we're gonna let you uh, finish up here. But, uh, Already? Yeah. I know you're so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one more question for you. Come on. How long did it take you to get braided down like that? Man. <laughs> like this. I just got my hair braided on Sunday. Okay. Probably say almost, almost 
almost three hours. Almost three hours? I don't, I don't know if I have, <laughs> have it in me. Sorry, right, he was watching this. Yeah, yeah, it's a, film. It's, a, it's a process, man. You got to really, you got to really want to have hair. So. Yeah. Are you are you going home for the draft? Or you stay here in Dallas. I'm going home. You're going home. Uh, being around family is that important to you for, yeah. for the draft? Yeah. I'm a big family oriented guy. Sure. Um, I got two little brothers. Okay. Um, you know my mom, all those people. So um, I wanted to share that with everybody. This isn't. You know, when I, I I don't play football just for me. I play it for you know I play it for my city. I play it for my neighborhood, um, my Pop Warner team, my high sure. school team. You know, I'm I'm a representation of the inner city of LA. So I play for everybody, man. So I want I want everybody to to see. I want all the little kids to see all my little cousins and all sure. their friends. And, you know, so they can see stuff is actually attainable. Of course. So yeah, yeah I want to stay at home. Plus. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm too nervous to be at, the, to be at the drive. I don't want nobody to catch, capture my, you know, my facial expressions and stuff like that. I want to look, I want to look strong and, 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 uh, and confident. So I rather stay. His insides are turning. Exactly. I rather, I rather stay. I rather stay in the comforts of my own home. So. That's awesome, man. Good deal. That's man. really good. All right, man. Uh, we we do gotta get some more interviews. Yeah, but before we get out of here, okay. can you please give our listeners your Twitter handle and your Instagram handle okay. so they can follow your journey through the NFL? Okay, so my Twitter handle is Legendary Lastly. Um, I'm sure everybody knows how to spell Legendary. Uh, <laughs> my last name is spelled L A S L E Y. That's on Twitter. On IG, Instagram. My Instagram is JLast2. That's my nickname, J L A S, and the number two. And you got it. There you go. Perfect. All right, guys, go check him out. All the best of luck to you, man. We're Thank you. We're for you, bro. Thank you. All right. Appreciate All right, guys, it. hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Christy Petrillo from Figures Toy Company, and you're listening to the Fatbacks on Beckett Radio. All right, all right, guys, we're uh, hanging out here with uh, Mr. Hayden Hurst, the newest Baltimore Raven. Uh, first of all, there's some Justin Bieber going on in the background. I can't do anything about that. But if you love yourself, you might as well go on and love yourself, man. So, uh, newest Raven, man, what's up? Nothing much, man. Just out here trying to enjoy L.A., sign these cars, but, you know, couldn't be more excited. So you went to college in South Carolina. You ever been to L.A. before? This is your first time out here? Actually, when I was... A freshman in high school, I tried out for Team USA. Okay. And they flew me out here. We tried. I was in Fullerton, but we got to come to LA for a little bit. That's nice. Uh, so, have you have you signed this many autographs at one time before? Never in my life. Never in your life. Never in my life. This is ridiculous, man. But you guys got to do it as a collector. We really appreciate this side of the business, uh, especially with guys like yourself who are. Uh, Signing your whole signature, not just two or three letters. That's really that's really helpful for us. So, uh, tell me about ball at South Carolina. I'm asking specifically because I went to basic training at uh, Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Oh yeah, I've been there. So, uh, it's a, I have a fondness in my heart for for South Carolina, and I want to know what it's like playing there. I mean, I grew up watching the Gamecocks. I, I grew up watching Coach Spurrier and those guys, uh-huh. and I was able to walk on there. And I absolutely love Columbia. I love everything about the Gamecocks, and I'll forever bleed Garnet Black. Nice. My favorite player ever went to South Carolina, Sterling Sharp. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably another reason I have a little bit of an affinity for him. Uh, did you play any other sports growing up? I played baseball all throughout um, high school, you know, middle school. I was I was an All-American in baseball and ended up getting drafted by the Pirates out of high school. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. What position did you play? I was a pitcher. You were a pitcher? Yeah. So what made you turn down the, turn down the MLB? 
Well, I actually didn't. When I graduated high school, I signed with the Pirates. Okay. And I was in their minor league system for three years. Okay. And then decided to walk on to South Carolina That's in cool. 2015. That's really cool, man. So, tell me about the position of tight end. Are, are you a catcher? Are you a blocker? Are you both? What do, what do you think you're best at? I think I do both. I mean, yeah. I think, obviously, you know, my speed and my size, I'm able to put myself in the pass game pretty, you know, pretty good. Sure. I feel like I stretch the field vertically well. Sure. And then, I mean, I'm not afraid to get in there with my hand in the dirt either. Right. Now, you're going to Baltimore. This is Ozzie Newsom's last stand, but he's one of the, historically one of the best tight ends in, in the history of the NFL. Are you looking to learn anything from him? Uh, I know he's a GM, but, but – uh, if, if you could learn anything from him, what, would you, what do you think it would be? Just asking him about, you know, what the NFL is like, you know, what it entails, what it's like to be an NFL tight end. Sure. Because, I mean, he's done it at the highest level and he's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's right. a Hall of Fame tight end. He's going to be a Hall of Fame general manager. So, you know, anytime I can probably, you know, try to sit down with Mr. Newsom, you know, pick his brain and ask him questions just about, you know, the NFL or anything. Sure. I'd love to. Now, we were, I said Sterling. Now we're going to talk about Shannon a little bit because he played in Baltimore. He, I mean, you, are you looking forward to maybe learning a little something from him if he's around? Yeah, if he's around, I'd love to talk to him. Um, Todd Heap actually called me the, the other day. I haven't returned his phone call yet, but I, you know, he said anything that you know that I would need in the future. You know, anything that he could help with. You know, I'd love to talk to anybody. Get, sure, get some pointers. Now you have uh, Flacco there right now. He, he's the present, but the future is Lamar Jackson. Are you excited about playing with Lamar? I am. You know, I've been uh, practicing with the with the guys last week. I was able to catch passes from Joe. Able to catch passes from Lamar and I mean you know the quarterback situation is pretty good up there you know, Joe is you know he's a proven quarterback he's awesome you know, I can't wait to get you know on the same page with him and get working and then you know then bringing in Lamar for a little change of pace you know he's, he's obviously the Heisman Trophy winning quarter, quarterback he did in college he's a dynamic athlete so I'm excited to get on the field with those guys man I want to I want to know who's uh, picking the music here because this is little little I, Michael. I think it's Baker. I think Baker's it, his Baker, phone's on fire right now. Baker's picking the music. I think Baker's a little distracted by uh, what's going on on the front of him over there. So. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, crab cakes, man, you like them? I have not tried like authentic Maryland crab cakes yet. Yeah. I'm taking any sort of you know information and uh, suggestions. I, I've heard they're great. I've never I've never been to Baltimore proper long enough to have a crab cake, but uh, I think they're going to start dancing over there. In fact, they are. It's it's a it's dance party USA. There it is. That's awesome. Uh, you going to get to any Orioles games? Um, yeah, actually, one of my good buddies from high school is in AAA with the Orioles, DJ Stewart. Okay, nice. Okay. He's probably going to get called up relatively soon, so I, I have a feeling I'll find my way to Camden Yards quite often. Awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, did you have a favorite team growing up, football-wise? Football? Not really. I mean, I grew up in Jacksonville, so I rooted for the Jags a little bit, but I didn't really have like a favorite team. Okay. Yeah. What about baseball? Baseball... Kind of was just a fan of whoever because I, I I figured I was gonna get drafted by somebody. Sure. So I didn't play favorites really in baseball, but yeah. So it didn't really matter to me, I guess. Awesome. They are still dancing. That's amazing. <laughs> Did you collect anything as a kid? I I collected cars a little bit when I was younger. Probably when I was like you know seven, eight years yeah. old. Did like football, baseball cards. Um, really the only thing I think I did like quarters for a little while. Collected quarters oh, yeah, yeah, back in okay. the states and yeah. stuff. But yeah, that's crazy. Have you ever been a part of like this? Have you ever seen anything like this? Because I'm gonna tell you, this is my first time here. Uh -huh. This is a, both impressive and intimidating all at once. This is incredible. I've never been a part of anything quite like this, and this 
scale. Yeah. But this is great. I mean, the NFLPA is putting on a great weekend for us. They sure are. Yeah. This is a, a very historic hotel, um, especially if you follow the history of uh, Marilyn Monroe and John F. Kennedy. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah it's, this is the spot. This is, this is where it all went down. So, uh, it's, it's a cool place. I've never been out here. To this uh, to this area before, so I've been learning a lot, taking it all in. You guys have all been great this week. Everybody we've talked to has just been very, uh, very kind and very humble, and I think that that speaks a lot to who you are as people. Uh, you you're not you're not too big for the game. You're not too big for your fans. You're not too big for uh, everything that's going on. That's really cool to see. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a game. I mean, we all play a game for a living, um, and the fans make the game. Sure, you know, they pay. They, pay for us to you know have the ability to play so I mean if we can sign cards and stuff and meet people and get back I mean why not man it's all part of it I right. enjoy it right awesome man all right uh, one last question and we'll get you out of here are you a DC or a Marvel guy I enjoy the Marvel movies yeah Marvel for sure yeah yeah. I actually haven't seen the new Avengers I need to it's pretty good man I've seen yeah. it twice yeah uh, I saw it once in a, a once more in my hometown in the Dallas-Fort Worth area mm -hmm. and then I went to Toronto a couple weeks and saw it at the scariest theater I've ever been in my life They're like I sent my I sent a picture of the theater to my wife she's like was the movie, movie shown in black and white it was that old and yeah. scary that's awesome I'm looking to go see Deadpool tonight so hopefully that's tonight yeah well it came out yeah it came out yesterday so see I'm behind man I'm gonna try to go see that alright man thanks for hanging out with me you guys hang tight we'll be right back Hi, this is Scott Schwartz from the movie The Toy and A Christmas Story, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. I don't know, All right, guys, we're after that, back after that quick break, uh, sitting here with future Baltimore Ravens starting quarterback sometime in the future, Mr. Lamar Jackson. What's going on, sir? No, I'm doing these autographs right now. You're doing a good job, too, man. Uh, you got a full signature. Uh, collectors, as a collector, we love that. So oh, uh, yes, uh, the, the guys that listen to my show, they're gonna love that too. Uh, what are you What are you looking forward to in the NFL, man? What, it's just a learning process right now. I understand that, but so what are you looking forward to in the future? Uh, right now, I'm just focusing on right now. You know, you're about what's gonna happen later. All right. You know, I'm just trying to learn as much as I could. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you got to speak with Joe Flacco yet? Um, yeah, just like we're in meeting rooms and stuff like that, but that's all. How's that playbook looking, man? Um, it looks fine. Yeah. You know, just got to learn different terminology, that's all. Same uh, concepts and stuff. Same concepts? That's helpful, right? Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, I'm a, our, our podcast is all about collecting. Our show is all about collecting. Did you collect cards as a kid or anything? No, I didn't. Not anything. Yeah. Well, you're doing a good job of taking care of these for somebody who hasn't collected. You, oh, yes, you're sir. not you're not dinging corners. You're not uh you have a full signature. That's that's really good, man. You're doing real good. Thank you. Absolutely, you know. Uh, what are you looking forward to in uh, Baltimore? Some of those crab cakes or something? Uh, yeah, definitely. Cause everyone keeps telling me I need to try them. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this crab cake. I heard they're huge, so gotta get ready for that. That's good, man. You guys, uh, man, you guys got a full crew this year in the draft. You got Orlando Brown. That man's a, a beast. Definitely. Uh, lastly, coming out here from definitely. UCLA, man, and beast. yourself. Yes, you guys are going to be prepped for the future, man. You, get, you guys are looking bright. Oh, yeah. But uh, that division you're playing in is not so easy. Uh, is there a team you're looking forward to facing? Uh, no, nah, not really. everyone, really. Yeah? No. Every team, not just one uh, particular, uh, particular team. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to everyone. That's good stuff, man. So, the other a uh, couple days ago on Thursday, we were sitting in a room, and you guys were asked... If you could be any Avenger, who would it be? Who would you say? I don't know. You don't want to be an Avenger? Nah, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> you I said I don't know. You know, it's hard to choose. Right, me. I got you. Yeah. 
I think I would be uh, my Ant-Man, like my man Nick, uh, Bradley Chubb over there. Yeah, Bradley's yeah. huge. Bradley's huge. He yeah. wants to be a little small guy, right? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I didn't expect that from him. So uh, I was watching you guys before lunch throwing these balls over here to this uh, this tire drill. Yep. You guys were getting it, man. Yeah, we were just playing around. We weren't, we weren't getting serious or anything, dude. It was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. You know? <laughs> fun. Just having fun with the guys. What do you think about this whole process, man, going through all these stations and, and signing all these cards and, and just being out here in front of all this? Um, I'm having fun yeah. know, with the guys and stuff like that. Um, it's long. It's a long process. Yeah. Got to get up early in the morning and stuff, come way out here, but right. it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to You guys are staying out in Hollywood, and this is over in, in, in the valley, so it yeah. was a little bit of a hike. We had we had to make a little drive, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Lunch wasn't bad, though, right? I mean... They hooked that up pretty nice. Yeah, they did that fast too, so. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, they enjoyed it. All right, man, we're going to wrap this up. But before we get out of here, can you let my listeners know where they can uh, they can uh, follow you on social media? Yeah, um, Instagram, new, new, underscore, era eight. Um, Twitter, LJ, underscore, era eight. Awesome. Yeah. You guys go check him out. Follow his in there for career. He's ready to be the future. Thanks for hanging out. We'll be right back. This is Pat Nishak, winner of the 2017 World Baseball Classic, and you're listening to Beckett Radio with Fat Packs. All right, guys, we're back after that quick break, and joining us now on the phone is the uh, reason that we got all these Baltimore Ravens interviews. Uh, Lane from Great Moments uh, out there in the Baltimore area is is joining us. How are you doing, Lane? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I was I was saying earlier in the show, it's really hot here. It's it's going to be like 108 this weekend, and I don't want any part of that at all. So, uh, but <laughs> but back where you're at, you've gotten a lot of rain lately, right? Yeah, we did. We got a ton of rain. Um, part part of our area has got flooded, but luckily where I'm where we at, we were okay. Well, that's good. But that's that's real good. So let's talk about great moments. But before we get into that, please introduce yourself to my listeners who may not know who you are, and tell us how long you've been involved in the hobby and a little bit about Great Moments, uh, the shop itself. Cool. Um, so my name's Lane Canigliero. We're actually uh, we're based out of the Baltimore region. Um, we're a family business. It's really cool. Uh, John, my father, started everything out in 95, so we're going on 23 years now um, from being in business. We started out as a little card store, and we just pretty much focused on baseball, football cards, and did all that. Um, in fact, when we opened in 95, we didn't even have the Ravens because the Ravens didn't come around until 96. Sure. Um, once we, once they came around, you know, John looked for something to, to, to bring in some new customers, to do something different, something that's never really been done before. And we started doing in-store autograph signing, kind of started that whole trend on the East Coast. Um, that blew up. In fact, our very first signing was Ray Lewis. Very nice. Um, in 96. So that was you know, that was just huge for us. And it blew up. And ever since then, we took off with memorabilia, um, sports memorabilia, with, you know, the autographs and just having, that's really what we focused on for a while. And now we're getting back into sticking with our memorabilia, but getting back into our cards and, you know, just getting back to where we started because it's a lot of fun. And the, the hobby is just booming right now. So it's really cool. It is. It is booming. And I want to mention your, your, your breaking site. You have great moments breaking. Uh, we you had a, a break on the 29th, so on Tuesday, two days ago, you guys gave away a uh, a, a June Beckett football 
that was autographed by some of the guys that were on the show today. But you guys uh, are doing this like what, what once or twice a month now? Is, is that how your breaking is going? Yeah, we've been actually doing it um, probably once every week and a half or so. So okay. let's see. It was on the 29th that we did our Majestic break, and we did a um, Bowman's Best break on that day. On June 12th, we actually have our Top's Finest, and we're doing a box of um, – 1993 top finest, which will will be interesting. It's just one box, so everyone will get a pack, and that's going to just be different with all the refractors and old school stuff that's in that one. That's that will be on June 29th, or you know, we did one on June. That'll be on June 12th and May 29th with our majestic. Very nice. Th- that's a it's going to be a fun retro break. We like to do retro breaks here in the office. They don't all get filmed, but uh, 93 finest is one that was would definitely be worth filming. So good luck with that. Uh, if where yeah, I- and I mean, if anyone wants to get in on it, if you go to www.greatmomentsportscards.com, um, all of our breaks are on there. You can if you can buy the teams or buy a pack of you know however you want to do your break right off of there. So there you guys uh, go check her out. Go check them out there. Get involved with that. Uh, I had the pleasure of watching that break on the 29th, and it was a lot of fun being involved with that. Great hits coming out of that majestic. Uh, you guys pulled a one up. Pulled a one-on-one tag out of like the first pack, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, the first pack was just awesome. And you know, my Josh is also involved with our company. Obviously, he he helps run our Westminster location, and that's my brother. So when I say we're a family business, we're all together. So the dynamic on our case breaks are pretty fun. We just you know brother sister type go back and forth while we do it too. So that was my next question: Is there a little like brotherly sisterly rivalry there? Like who pulls the better hits and whatnot? <laughs> No, no. I wish there, you know, I wish there was. I was actually jealous because um, usually we try to take turns pulling or opening each product, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to open the majestic. And I just had customers in the store because we do it live in store while we're open, so our customers can come see it too. Nice. Um, and I can't just ignore them, so he got to open it, and I was bummed because <laughs> it was such a cool product. Each card, even the base cards, were just awesome. They, they sure are. That's a beautiful product. So let's go back a little bit. You said you opened the doors in 1995. Uh, if you don't mind telling us, how old were you then, and, and what was it like growing up in a card <laughs> shop? I was five years old when we opened. Wow. Um, and it was my daycare, honestly. <laughs> nice. So it was interesting i was that little five-year-old that we actually have customers that a lot of customers that have known me since i was five because they've continued to come in um for 23 years now so here i am i 28 turned 28 soon and you know i'm full-fledged into this business i I went to school for something completely different Mm -hmm. um ended up coming back and working with the family because it's something i grew up in and i never want to lose so it's pretty cool now growing up in the business you've seen all the ins and outs uh do you have like a favorite moment that you've seen in the shop or, or like a favorite big pool or anything like that? Honestly, I think just watching the growth of everything okay. was my favorite part. Sure. Um, you know, we've had so many different athletes come in for signings and all, you know, and I, we went from doing only sports cards to doing only pretty much only memorabilia. Our sports, our cards really went down, but you know, I think every business kind of did that like after the eighties and nineties of cards, you know, it died down a little bit. So seeing it grow just and pivoting out all different directions and seeing what you can do. And that's just the coolest part. It's never ending. It's a, uh, it's not like you don't get stuck on one thing you can, oh, there's always something new to do. 
I think, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's the coolest part to me is that it's really, you can learn something new every day. That, yeah, that makes a lot of sense when, especially the the card industry is evolving and you've got to see it firsthand for the last, you know, 20 years, 20 plus years as it, right. as it evolves. So that's, that's pretty cool. That's a, uh, not something that we all get to do, but you've got to do it. So congratulations. That's re- that's really neat. So do you have a favorite athlete? Do you have a favorite uh, team that you that you root for? I know you're right there in the Baltimore area. So is it? Yeah, is, obviously, you know, um, huge Ravens and Orioles fan. I wish, um, you know, the Orioles were picking it up a little bit more. But what are you going to do on that? Mm-hmm. Um, something you get used to in Baltimore sometimes. <laughs> uh, right now, I mean, we're not in D.C. We're outside, but we don't have a hockey team. So we're all very excited for the Caps. You know, we saw history last night. Just finally, we won a game. We won, we won a Stanley Cup game, which we've never really done before. Right. <laughs> you know, so that that's cool seeing that. Um, I'm going to be such a homer and just say my favorite player right now is Joe Flacco. Okay. But that's just you know he's my favorite. Is he elite? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, that's always a big debate around here. That contract but, that they know, gave him his, says he's elite. I'm sorry. The contract that they gave him says he's elite. That that definitely said he was elite. And leading up to that, I think that he was. So leading up to the contract, um, <laughs> you know, after that, we you know we'll see what falls through this year. We have a lot of great guys on our team. We fight like we really put some weapons around him now. Um, you know, I think if you talk to, I didn't realize um, Jordan Lively. Like, I didn't realize how good he was. Like he has, he holds the record for 140 yards. In mm-hmm. receiving per, per game, on average mm-hmm. for UCLA right now, like that's insane. If we can get him out there, and obviously some of our receiving draft picks didn't work out how we wanted to, wanted them to in the past couple years, you know, if we can get him out there, you know, we can grow Lamar around Joe um, Hayden. Like he, he's super fast for how big he is. Like mm-hmm. we can get some weapons around Joe. I think it's we're going to do really well, and hope Joe will help. You know, Lamar grow and really help I, I think know, so see the pro life of it I think so when uh when I sat down and talked with Lamar he was really excited to be talk to be learning from Joe so uh he's ready to learn and he's ready to take that all in and I think you guys are going to be set up well for the future there you guys had a hell of a draft class um and I know <laughs> I was super impressed we, we, what a way for Ozzy to go out exactly it's really it's really impressive but the guy I want to talk about here is Orlando Brown with the legacy that his dad being there and now he's there. Right. What do you think that means for, for Baltimore uh, having a, a legacy player like that? You know what? I think, well, everyone loved or like loved his dad when he was here. Mm-hmm. So I think even like, even some emotional strings, you know, were pulled when everyone is so happy to see his name be called. You know, and everyone's like, he's wearing his his dad's number, right? Right. Like that, I just think it's really cool. I think it's going to, and he's a really good player. Like, he, it's not like we drafted him just because his dad used to be here, you know? Right. Like, we drafted him for good reason. So I think it's really going to pull, pull us of the team together. It's going to pull our fan base together. It'll be really, really cool. I mean, he was first team All-American athlete. It's not like, you know, so he's not only bringing... I think a good spirit into it, but he's bringing a lot of talent too. He was all that aside. He was like the largest human being I've ever stood next to in my life. He's <laughs> <laughs> that big. He's six, yeah, seven. I mean, you have to be. Yeah. He's six, seven, like three forty, And I was like, 
you are massive. I, I don't. I can't. Like I've never <laughs> stood next to Shaq, but I'm. I'm assuming it would be something like that. Shaq's seven foot, but this this young no, man I've at 19 is John crazy. Ogden before, and he was one big guy, but I'm also four eleven, so that only goes so far. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, is there anything that you want to tell our listeners about why they should be shopping at uh, Great Moments online on the line store? Tell us about the store and what and what they can find there. Well, look, um, anything really. So www.greatmomentsportscards.com. That's where you can find all of our case break stuff. Um, and then it also explains how to get onto our Facebook to be able to watch all that. We have a ton of singles, old school singles. We deal with all of that. You know, you're going to get great customer service when you're with us. Um, you know, like I said, we're a family business that really just focuses on we don't actually do a ton of advertising. We don't need to because it's just, it's a great word of mouth. People really know who we are on the East Coast. If you want to go to our memorabilia site, it's www.greatmomentsinc.com. It's at greatmomentsinc.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity. It's very reasonably priced on everything because, you know, we deal mainly directly with athletes and really cut out the middleman on a lot of, a lot of different stuff, so. It's an easy way to find it, and you can always find all their information to give us a call as well. That's uh, it, it's a great it's a great site. It's really easy to navigate. I like it a lot, and then I want to thank you guys personally for helping us get out to the uh, NFL rookie debut, and then uh, also out to the um, photo shoot. And what a great pleasure it was for me to be able to bring all these Raven drafts picks to you on one single episode, and then we we locked it up with yourself. On this one episode, it's been such a, such a great fun. It's a really specific demographic that we're reaching right now. We're, we're reaching for the Ravens fans, but damn it, it's a good right. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Hey, you know what? There's a lot of good guys to like on the Ravens team this year. It's not, you know, so it'll, it'll be, it's going to be a good year. I think it will be too. Uh, all right, we're going to uh, get out of here. But before we do, can you please let our listeners know where they can find you on your social media outlets so they can follow you? and uh, great moments and hit you up there. Yeah, like all of our social media. So really on Facebook, we're Great Moments Inc. On Twitter, Great Moments Inc. On, we're Great Moments Inc. all the way around. On oh. Instagram, our website, once again, greatmomentsinc.com and greatmomentsportscards.com. That's awesome. All right, so guys. We're really easy to find. Go check them out uh, on all the social media platforms. That's going to do it for this for us this week. And until next week, just keep listening to the Jericho. The headphones are pushing forward to Mission control, it's stories to be told Bold, decode these remotes Broke down but since behold The illness from CO Deep through the keyhole to see this one light Leeches lurking in the darkness Won't leave living tonight Punchline for this fight Because they heads ain't fed right How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight Can't do good and live right Kick snares and hi-hats They be the get right Here they give the blind sight What? Me and my people just might tonight Alright me and my people just might. Me and my people just Sound stupendous. Other cats on the radio, they sound horrendous. We 